This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 27th of February. In your Squiz today, Zelensky's open to talks with China, an Aussie professor's released in PNG, cricket magic in South Africa, and a mystical sighting in Mexico. This is your Squiz today. It was a big week leading up to the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine on Friday, Claire, and over the weekend there were a few more developments. On Friday, China released a 12-point plan to end the war in Ukraine, and yesterday Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said he won't speak with Russian President Vladimir Putin but he does have plans to meet with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Yeah, Zelensky says a meeting with Xi would be beneficial for our countries and for security in the world. There's no word from China about whether that meeting will take place, but it does come after a big week of Chinese engagement with Russia. Uh, its peace plan calls for a comprehensive ceasefire, and from there the plan urges an end to Western sanctions against Russia, uh, also the establishment of humanitarian corridors for evacuating civilians and then the resumption of trade, and that includes the export of Ukrainian grain. Uh, China also gave a big thumbs down to the threat or the use of nuclear weapons. Of course, we talked about that a bit last week. Uh, Russia's welcomed the plan uh, and reports say that Zelensky is cautiously optimistic. But as with most things, it hasn't won over everyone. US President Joe Biden says Putin's applauding it, so how could it be any good? That's not paraphrasing, that's his exact quote. Claire, the war in Ukraine is the biggest conflict in Europe since World War II, and as you and Kate talked about in the Saturday Squiz, a deep global division has formed over it. Yeah, and that played out over the weekend. Uh, G20 finance ministers met in India. Uh, They're the people responsible for the world's biggest economies, and they failed to agree on a statement that condemned the invasion. And at the United Nations General Assembly, a vote condemning Russia passed on Saturday our time with 141 nations of the 193 members supporting the resolution. Amongst the 32 nations refusing to vote were India, China and South Africa. Uh, And there were seven nations that voted against it. Uh, Of course, Russia was one of those. Uh, Also Belarus, North Korea and Syria. And as for what's happening in the battlefield, there are new assessments from Western officials that say... Russia's capabilities have been significantly run down over the past 12 months. That's at the same time that Ukraine's been bolstered with new weapons and training. Analysis of what will happen in Ukraine was all over the media this weekend. No one seems sure about how it will end, so the fighting continues. 
It was late yesterday when news broke that the Australian-based academic who's been held hostage in Papua New Guinea had been released, along with his three colleagues. And Claire, they've also been named by authorities. Yeah, their identities were kept under wraps for security reasons, but we now know uh, that Professor Bryce Barker was the Australian academic who was being held. He works in the anthropology department at the University of Southern Queensland. Uh, also held were researchers Kathy Alex and Jemina Haro, also a PhD student, Tepsi Benny. Uh, they're the women who were held with him. Uh, they were doing field work when they were taken on the border of the Heller and Southern Highlands provinces. That was more than a week ago, and it was a criminal gang behind that. Um, they were there working on a project looking into early human migration from Papua New Guinea to Australia. And PNG PM James Marape said the criminal's demand for a $1.5 million ransom wasn't paid, but a smaller amount was paid to ensure their safe release. Barker is a Kiwi citizen who has permanent residency in Australia, so both the Aussie and Kiwi governments have thanked PNG for securing the hostages' release. Claire, superannuation was last week's biggest news story, according to the media stats, and that trend could be set to continue. Yesterday, Treasurer Jim Chalmers confirmed that the Albanese government is looking into the tax breaks offered to Aussies with super balances of more than $3 million. He says that cohort of people equates to less than 1% of our population. Yep, get set for more chat about superannuation. <laughs> That's a good way to start the week, isn't it? Uh, what Chalmers said yesterday is that those who have more than that amount, more than that $3 million, they're attracting incredible concessional tax arrangements. And he said that the government's finances are pretty squeezed at the moment and it's those sorts of tax breaks on multi-million dollar balances that could change. Still lots of speculation, but of course still being talked about about something that could be in the offing. Uh, as they did last week, Coalition MPs said that any changes to superannuation means that Chalmers and Prime Minister Anthony Albanese misled voters during last year's election campaign. There was one minister who ruled out a big suggestion yesterday. Climate and Energy Minister Chris Bowen said the government won't take up the Greens' suggestion to impose bans on new coal and gas projects. That's come up as part of negotiations on legislation to enable Australia to hit our new and more ambitious emission reduction targets. Claire, our Aussie women's T20 cricket side has taken out another World Cup. They've beaten South Africa by 19 runs in front of a packed stadium in Cape Town overnight. Yeah, and I'm sure many squizzes would have liked to have watched that match, but it kicked off at midnight our time, which is pretty awkward on a school night. Uh, but it seems that they didn't need us. Uh, we batted first, uh, put together 156 runs for six wickets uh, in the 20 overs, which is a relatively small total. And Beth Mooney, who top scored with 74 runs off 55 balls, said that it was really tough going on a sticky wicket. Uh, in reply, South Africa scored 137 runs for six wickets. Uh, they were limited thanks 
to some really top Aussie bowling and also some really sharp fielding. Mooney was named player of the match and Aussie all-rounder Ash Gardner was player of the tournament. Our captain, Meg Lanning, said it was a pretty special effort from the group and they did well to keep things simple. It's a formula that works for our women who have claimed six of the last seven T20 world titles on offer. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Claire, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador shared a mystical moment on social media over the weekend. He posted a photo that he says could be an elf-like figure known as an Alush. For those who aren't in the know, that's a mythical woodland spirit from Mayan folklore. Yeah, it's not the usual story that we sort of put <laughs> next to big world leaders, but apparently uh, this is a mischievous creature that inhabits forests and fields and they're prone to playing tricks on people like hiding things. Um, people even leave small offerings to appease them. Um, Lopez Obrador says that an engineer took a photo of one last week, uh, so he's posted it to social media <laughs> and the Mexican leader, who's known for his reverence of Indigenous cultures and beliefs, uh, liked it so much that he shared it. Yeah, he says everything is mystical, which is probably going to be my go-to excuse the next time I lose something, Claire. <laughs> yeah, keys, books, wallet, whatever it is, it's <laughs> definitely the aloosh. Squeeze the day, Claire. What have you seen that we should know about today? Uh, today is World NGO Day. Uh, we have plenty of people who squeeze with us who do great work with our non-government organisations. So if that's you, keep up the good work. And that's it for us today. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy what we do, why not leave us a review on your podcast app? We love reading the reviews. So thank you if you've done that already. Have a great Monday and we'll be back with you again tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at squizkids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.